0: There's this stigmatism around men and um, men speaking out.
1: I could have come with you, but instead I'll be swinging around the yeah. pole. I want a hot chocolate because I want a hug at the end of so the I'm night. I'm as good as
0: hot chocolate.
1: You are, love. A hug
0: from me is as good as hot. There you go. It, it, it's the first time in a long time that I've sort of felt quite a bit of emotion.
1: then everyone this week is mental health awareness week and it is our mental health podcast but we are going to talk about the theme which is anxiety because I know a lot of this at some point in his lives feel a bit anxious but it's when it gets chronic like it does with me and to be honest we've only got about half an hour maximum to record this podcast because I have taken my sedative tablets oh, <laughs> at the end go. of the day um, which helps relieve my anxiety but there's many other things other yes. than pills um, but I'm just honest about what I have as well so Dan whilst I know I'm giving you anxiety with my drinks on the yeah. table whilst we record wow. this
0: it, it, it is and, and that's you know that, that's a good way to start it off because you know we, we all in, in, you know you, you've said before that you're a bit you know with so she has a tendency just to, like, knock things over. Uh, a Coordination skills sometimes are a little bit off, aren't they? So the fact that we sat here with all this electrical equipment and you've put down a drink of water and a drink of juice. All right, pop. Squash. Yeah, juice. Squash. Yeah. She's put that down. To, my anxiety levels are through the roof because, look, here we go. Just be careful. All right, because she's likely to put it down, knock it, put it half on a, on a mat, put it onto a wire and it slips off. You know, I can see the future, I can see the future with you sometimes. But yeah, it's so it's Mental Health Awareness Week, like you say, we're talking about anxiety today. Back in the gym, that's one thing that would make me anxious about going to the gym.
1: Yeah, because it is the Mental Health
0: Gym. Yeah, yeah, so it, it's, you know, and just as we start off, let's just, just make it known that we are not medical or mental health professionals, and it is just our life experiences really, in it, of how we've been with ourselves or what we've seen from other people firsthand.
1: I am talking of other people. Have you heard of Professor Green? He's that rapper guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he talks a lot about mental health, especially since he's become a dad and he lost his dad 15 years ago to suicide. And he was talking today, I heard him, and I thought he had a great, good point because mental health awareness is all good. But he said that sometimes whilst it's important to be vulnerable and talk about your feelings and be open he said also we need to talk more about resilience like the bounce back and the kind of a tougher approach sometimes to mental health rather than just wallowing talking about your feelings all the time He said we actually need to talk about okay well yeah that was rubbish and we can wallow a bit but let's bounce back from it. Which I thought was a really good point and it's quite brave to put because sometimes you want to just talk about mental health and be really earnest and really sad and low. But actually, I think the most powerful part is using an issue you've got and then using it to be your success, that like struggle to success kind of story. What's your view?
0: I I agree with that because I think like, obviously, there's this stigmatism around men, um, men speaking out, you know, you see all these words, speak out, speak up, it's okay to talk, all this kind of stuff. Which I think is great to encourage men to do that. Uh but then once they do, what do we what 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 happens? What do they do? What, what you know, where do we go? Because sometimes some people will, will sit and they'll you know, like I say, they can pour their heart out to you. They can tell you all the troubles and trials and, and what's going on in their life. Uh and it's good for people to listen to have somebody to listen is absolutely amazing, but then what do you do from there? Where do they go that's that that's the thing and that that can lead into lots of different things. but I think at the moment that's the problem is it's all right telling people to talk and you know you've got a friend in everyone, but sometimes you do need somebody that has that experience or knows what the end game could be like, you know, for for a certain situation, not the end game, because obviously that, that's down to you, I think.
1: Yeah, and I think you need someone to help bring you out of that wallow. So I think, like, group therapy, for example, a lot of people love it, a lot of people hate it. For me, I've always liked it, but it has to be good group therapy. So I like it because there's not all the pressure on me to talk if I'm in a counselling session and it's one-to-one. I find it a bit intense. Whereas groups, I I like to hear other people's stories, but they have to be good at group therapy. I always think they should be led by professionals who actually like bring people out with hope rather than just letting people each week wallow on how misery and like bad their life is. Whilst that might make you feel good at the time, sharing it with everyone, I don't think that can always do stuff. It needs to actually have like an aim that we what what we're going to do as a result. Let's look to the future and how do we do this? And I think sometimes you have the danger with groups that it just becomes a kind of like sob fest.
0: Yeah, you know, it could be. But like you say, for some people that might work and for others it, it probably won't. And I know for me that uh, I once went to a, men's mental health group. It was run by uh, Rugby League Cares, and it's the offload programme, they call it. Uh, obviously, anybody that knows rugby, you know, you, you do a pass, it's called offloading. Uh, and obviously, offloads a great thing to say for mental health. And what it was, it, it was like a 10-week programme, and they had 10 different like rugby stars, if you like, ex-players that spoke about their mental health through the years and, and, and what they struggled with. And there was some really horrific stories, to be honest. And I remember at the first like, two sessions, I thought, do you know what, this ain't me. I, I, I don't want to sit here with 15 strange men talking about what's, what, what's going on in my life. But then by week three the bond that we'd got with each other just by listening to a few people's stories and sort of thinking, do you know what, that's how I feel. Yeah, I would like that. All right, I'm not on my own. And then as time went on, you, you, we started to talk to each other, bond with each other, bond as a group. And then I found it really good. And I think it's because everybody else sort of bought into it as well. But then towards the end, instead of it being... Oh, this happened to me. Oh, this is how I felt. It was, well, this is how I coped. What did you do? All oh, right. And then that's how we, we sort of finished it like that, which I thought were really positive.
1: Yeah, I think that sounds really good. Like in um, the AA, they do the 12 steps to recovery, don't they? Yeah. And I've done, I've not done that one because um, it wasn't alcohol, but I have done, um, it's the Christians Against Poverty one and that were similar to the 12 steps it's based around that but it is faith-based it's not for everyone but it's very similar to get you out of addictions and different bad habits it can be like not just bad habits but like really bad habits where it's that habitual thinking and acting and harming yourself in some way whatever that may be but I really liked that because Maybe it's just me, but I like a bit of structure to things. I like to know what's happening each session, what I'm going to be doing, what I'm working on, and then you get to explore different parts of it. I don't want to just kind of wallow for 12 weeks.
0: This is making me anxious now because I'm thinking that's all I want in our day of the life, but you will give me no structure whatsoever <laughs> because you, know, you stress me out. I, I am a timekeeping is one of my issues. If I say I'm going to be somewhere at nine o'clock, then I'm there for 10 to. With Sophie, on Sophie time, it's like we've got half hour, love. Sophie, we've got 15 minutes. Sophie, we should have been there five minutes ago. And it stresses me right out, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah.
1: But you see time as structure, whereas I don't see time as structure. I like have themes and a goal, and I just, depends how Your long goal that goal is to takes. get there on time.
0: That, that That is what your goal is. That is what your goal is, is to get, you know, get to an appointment. And we're not talking stupid stuff here. We're talking like, you know, baby scans, stuff like that. We'll rock up five minutes late and she rocks up like it's not a problem. You know, they've, 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 they've not got a time schedule to keep her out like that. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry, I was too busy looking at fruit and veg.
1: This is an excuse, but, so it is an excuse, because I've just said, but... Um It is a thing of dyspraxia as well, is you have no like time or spatial awareness.
0: Yeah but you have me nagging you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but that doesn't still give me a context. No. No. So I can just see as you're getting redder in your face.
0: Anxiety then. So does it not so if you're late for something, does that not cause you anxiety?
1: It depends what it is. If I'm making you late for something, that does because I can feel your anxiety. <laughs> but um when it comes to me, not really it makes me anxious. Sometimes it does if it's for work or something, but it's more it makes me anxious if I haven't done I have real rigid tasks that need to be done. So no matter what yeah, do, on a morning, I have to do my workout for at least half an hour and then I have to take the dogs on a walk. Um, and I have to clean around and then I have to write a bit and have my breakfast and there's like I'm a bit weird there's like certain things that I can't it feels like I can't leave the house until I've done that.
0: Yeah you get really stressed don't you?
1: Oh yeah if I haven't worked out or taken the dogs out and I've had fresh air I'll get really stressed because that's my time to like sort out my head in the morning and get myself on my A game so if that's missed then that does make me really anxious but then that's the problem as well because I can't miss that so even if I've got an appointment I, I couldn't yeah. cut a workout short I just can't do it
0: yeah I know and and I, and I think I re- I realized that at some point like when, when I was saying to you oh come on should we do this or should we go here and then I'm thinking what's wrong and you were like yeah but wh- well why can't we do this then and I'm thinking what's wrong with it and and then, then I realised that you have got to have this time to do all this, like uh, on
1: Saturday. So, because I really wanted to see my dad, and yeah. um, I missed the part run, but it still yeah. made me anxious because now I've set myself on a Saturday I do part run on at nine a.m. So that in my head is ingrained. So it's really yeah. weird little things like tonight I know I've missed some strong, yeah. and there's certain little crutches in my week.
0: I actually because we, we had a, an appointment, we had to go sort some stuff out for a wedding. Uh, And I actually thought to myself, I'm sure you should be doing something and the thing tonight. And I thought, oh, I wonder how she's going to feel about this. And I didn't mention it, because I thought if I mention it, if you forgot, I thought, oh, shall I say something? And then I thought, no, nah, because it might just stretch you right out.
1: Yeah. yeah, I've had to like go to myself, okay, well, you'll laugh at this. I'm doing some maypole dancing tomorrow. So that I'll have to replace it. Maypole dancing? Yeah, because I'm involved in lots of women's community groups and whoa, we've whoa, done. Well, hold up a minute. Yeah.
0: When are you doing this maypole dancing? In
1: the evening.
0: Oh, that's good because I'm I'm busy.
1: Oh, what are you doing?
0: Tomorrow evening?
1: Yeah. I've got to
0: go to Toad to Hospital.
1: Oh, yes, you do. Oh. I could have come with you. Yeah. But instead, I'll be swinging around a yeah. pole. Instead, and I'll, not pole dancing this time, it's I'll with I'll sit ribbons. with my own
0: anxiety in hospital on my own. Oh, no, oh, you more piled I'm joking.
1: <laughs> um, whilst I skip around Maple.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll still do what you want to do. <laughs>
1: um, so I've had to, like, soothe my head in that, is like, okay, tomorrow night I'll do that instead of my normal routine. But I am learning to be a bit more flexible with my little routines, because before I met you, I was even worse... So because I was just on my own at home, I could make my own routine. So like Tuesday night would yeah. be yoga night. Um, but then you'd have the same thing in the morning and I'd be a bit too rigid where everything was like timed, like in terms of my exercise and stuff.
0: <sighs> Alright, he's so bored of <sighs> exercise. No, I'm not. I'm just <laughs> bored in the
1: gym. gym. I'm shattered. You are, you've had a rough for a week, have not you, love? Um but again, I've learned to be more flexible. But then, do you know what I've realized? And this is a point. So I used to do certain things on the night. I'd have to have like my hot chocolate thing before bed. Well, yeah. since I've met you, I don't. And I thought it's because I didn't want it, and it's not that. It's because, and it sounds really sad, because we hug in bed. That gives me the comfort I need. I don't like. I don't want a hot chocolate because I want a hug at the end so of the I'm night. As good as hot chocolate. You are, love. Hug
0: from me It's good as hot. There you go. And
1: I literally used to have like a pint of hot chocolate until I fell asleep.
0: Careful what you're saying. They'll be queuing up for hugs. <laughs>
1: yeah. See for yeah. the
0: hot chocolate. It's, just a, it's a fortune these days.
1: No, but you give a good hug, love.
0: Yeah. So I suppose like obviously a couple of little bits there about what, what causes me anxiety and what causes you anxiety. And then it's like how you deal with it so if it doesn't go right for you, if I do put a spanner in the works and, and somehow manage to muck up your day, your regime in the morning, what, how do you cope?
1: Oh, I just have to try and get on with it and just focus on writing or something. So you'll notice when I go to yeah. my phone... Anyone who knows me knows I'm not texting them on my phone because I never text back. I'm so rubbish at communication like that. But I am always writing on my phone. And that's like in my notes. I'm always writing on my phone or in my laptop or whatever. What about you? Do you know what?
0: I I, I, I don't know because obviously if I'm late, then that that just stresses me out until I get there. Yeah, I can
1: tell. I hate when you're late.
0: And then once I get there... If it, you know, nine times out of ten things are all right, so I just move on and I'm okay. But up until that point, there's not really nothing that can, unless I message somebody and I get so like we had we're a meeting today more late because we're on sofa time again, and uh, I messaged and just said, "Oh, we're meeting, we'll be half an hour late." And they're like, "Yeah, no worries, no worries, mate." And then I put it sat and have the address and it, I, I were actually going to be 10 minutes early so I thought so that, that saved me bacon I, I just chilled out straight away then and I were alright uh, and then as it happens we got there and they were late
1: <laughs> yeah
0: so so, but yeah I think for me it's just you've just got to try and manage it at the time and not get too what's the word like too too sort of worried I would say about it because yeah, but, but I'm all right saying that. We'll, we'll be late for something tomorrow.
1: But what uh, about when it's not just like lateness? So how do you cope if you get really like overwhelmed with anxiety? Because I think we both get it bit sometimes.
0: Recently, not very well, if I'm honest with you. I've had a few a few issues over the past week and to and, and be honest, they've really got me down, haven't they? And it, it, it's the first time in a long time that I've sort of felt quite a bit of emotion. Uh, but obviously i, I got you to, to speak to it and uh, like friends and family and that have spoken to me and I, it, I think that's it, it's just talking, but for some times with me, I, I've got to just try and put myself into a quiet space and just think about things and try and think it through and think of different scenarios of a situation. Uh, if not, the anxiety just, you know, around those situations, it, it, it can can cause me just to get upset and then a bit, bit that that's why I look so tired because I've not had a the, the best bit of sleep over the last few days. Uh but yeah I mean I don't mind saying it's it, it's been a bit rough but I, I think that on reflection and thinking about things it's just talking more talking more about the situation and then trying to find a resolution it's not always easy to find a resolution to a problem speaking to other people they may have had something similar or may be able to help in some way or it's just somebody to, to to make you feel like you're being listened to you know
1: what I mean I notice as well with you 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 like to sit and just watch TV for a bit yeah I know that's when you need your time just to like offload your mind and just watch TV
0: I love as as you know. I love watching like all these American
1: uh, cop dramas and all that kind of stuff. Swatting,
0: what okay. uh, watching them in a minute kaleidoscope? Oh yeah, we need to get yeah. back on that tonight, love. I love I love watching stuff like that, and it's what it does. It's like an escape for me. It just takes me into that sort of world and I chill out, try and clear my mind.
1: Yeah, but you've encouraged me in a good way. (laughs) Like, (laughs) earlier nights like that. Um, But also, for the first time I'm watching, like, um fictional things yeah because you never did did you no i only allowed myself to watch the news and documentaries so i trained myself and i've i've worked in the past as a journalist and i still do and then in the news and i've made documentaries so it was all work related yeah If if i watch youtube it's whether to learn belly dance some fitness things some personal training thing it's always to learn. I yeah. have to have everything, even my podcast. It's to learn. It's never. But I've to got l- Yorkton. I know.
0: On, now on I'm. Yeah. yeah,
1: and I like it actually. Like when because we watch some series, it does just help you. Just go right. Do you know what? I'm going to park all that rubbish and just focus on yeah. this
0: because you know it's not real. Yeah. Right. But it, it, you, you get you get into that world. So you you come out of your own space from whatever you're doing. And you go into to, to that world, and you, oh yeah, what's gonna happen next? Oh, whoa, whoa, and all that kind of stuff. I do anyway. I'm just, I'm just nuts like that. It's like I, I love watching uh, Pirates at Caribbean and stuff like that. They like it. They like me go to that Pirates of the Caribbean, Harry Potter, and National Treasure and me go to films. If I'm a little bit down, then I'll I'll be watching one of them to cheer me up.
1: I love it, and you can't if you can't see right now. We are in. Dan's magical Harry Potter room, it's aren't It's getting we? there, isn't it? It's getting there. There's a lot of Harry Potter in here. I had to do that for my A levels. Harry Potter, yeah. so I'm not a big fan. That's
0: it. got me ones.
1: I I, I have got your ones, love.
0: Oh, I've got my ones. You oh, you got. You've got one, I no.
1: ain't got any ones. Yeah. <laughs> but two over there, yeah. <laughs> um, but it is, and it like with anything, it's finding those coping mechanisms, positive coping mechanisms. But it's that whole thing, as I know, as someone with an addictive personality, so I now realise as well, because I love watching the TV with you, I can also see if it becomes damaging if that's all you do, yeah. is just watch the TV and not do anything. It's like controlling your coping mechanisms as well, so you don't yeah, just yeah. C- completely just escape. Do you know what? I, yeah, I don't
0: watch as much as I used to do, you know not yeah. now no
1: you don't I don't think you watch too much at all yeah
0: just like I just like like an hour or two in an evening and that's it you know probably just a little bit and then that's it but I used to like get in and that bang I'd be straight on I'd be like four or five hours watching TV programmes one after the other boosh, boosh but now I I, I don't yeah
1: I, I well time. I was the same with yeah I was the same I'm with the writing Uber driver I know <laughs> I was the same with writing, because that's my escape. So yeah. I would literally stay up all night, and it'd be to an, an extent of I'd be falling asleep at my desk with a podcast on writing till like 3 a.m. Yeah. in the morning. Or But all my habits have changed since I've met you. Well,
0: that's it, because I know that, obviously, when, so when I first met Sophie, staying at us, I actually never not have a sofa because she used to sit on floor. Oh yeah, didn't have a did no. she, she, You know, it weird. And she got a TV that you you, know, you you turned it on and like all this dust flew out of it because it probably not been turned on for months. Uh, but and it's like you wouldn't sit down at home oh and got a sofa and you know then she would but like now what she'll do is, is is she'll come and she'll just chill out and she'll sit with me but you'll have your phone or your laptop with you and she'll still do a little bit of writing and she'll watch a bit of a program. And she gets up and she wonders about, puts washing out, whatever, and, and she sits back down and she potters about. But she'll get you'll get interested watching the program. Spend time with me as well, but still do little bits of your own thing.
1: Yeah. yeah. I didn't realise you'd noticed I'd do all that.
0: Yeah, of course I do. I'm <laughs> thinking to myself, I'm trying to watch this programme here. You keep distracting me walking about.
1: <laughs> it's just as well you're not as empathetic as me, because I like literally notice. So when you're feeling stressed, I f- always feel it. So if you were to be walking around stressed, I'd be feeling that I'd be like dance it down. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas I'm always like, oh, no,
0: I, I just know that. Again, it's when you're with someone, you, you start to understand the ways. And I'm, I'm a firm believer is just let people be and be what they want to be and do what they want to do as long as it's causing no harm to themselves. So I know that for you, if, if I said to you, sit down and watch this, stop mucking about, stop stop doing this, it will cause you... Oh, I'd be really stressed. Yeah, more anxiety and stress than anything. Yeah. Uh, it's like when we went on holiday and, and you were like, oh, can I go do this? I'm like, well, what are you asking me for? Go do it. Yeah, but you know, well, it's
1: the same because sometimes I have to go on a walk or take the dog for a walk to clear my head. But I know if I were to drag you, yeah, it would stress you out. Do you know, so if you're feeling stressed, I naturally want to take you on a walk. So that's no, not for me. Yeah, whereas that wouldn't. You like a walk when we go on one, but you won't yeah. want me just suddenly dragging you. You need your time. Do you know what? I don't. I
0: don't mind it now and again, but like every day, do me nothing.
1: Yeah, you, you, we did try, didn't we? At the yeah. start,
0: but it, it, it would. It would. It would like every, a walk every day for me just started to do me head in a little bit because it's just not not my kind of thing
1: but i think this brings us back to the fact that there are so many different ways to cope and to find like what works for you and it is experimenting so like i was saying to somebody the other day therapy and coping mechanisms and all that is all like a bit like dating you've got to keep trying until you find the one yeah. same with therapists it's the same like they always say date your therapist not literally don't date your therapist because then that's power issues but (laughs) (laughs) but um they were saying it's like don't just feel like oh well that's not worked so now it would work it's just like you haven't found the right thing for you so, yeah. like, if someone were to say, come on, Sophie, draw a picture, I'd be like, oh, my gosh, that'd be the worst thing for me. Yeah. Whereas if it'd be like, come on, Sophie, let's do a boxing class, I'd be like, yeah, man, let's get on it.
0: Yeah. So if somebody said to me, let's do a boxing class, I'd be like, yeah, i going to laugh. Yeah. And if they said, let's go for a coffee, I'd be like, yeah, come on, let's go. Yeah. You know what I mean? It you is like it, a good chat, don't you? Yeah, it is. It, I can chat. I can chat all day, my love. Uh, it's finding the thing that's right for you and and and... The right sort of, like I said, the support, so either somebody there, somebody to listen, somebody that's going to advise you. So it's like I know that if I get really, really down, like most of the time, if, if I've got something that I'm struggling to make a decision on, I always speak to my dad. If, if it gets really, you know what I mean? And I always know. So like I've got you when I speak to you. Uh, like in the past, I've always spoken to my dad because I know yeah. my dad is he's a straight talker with me, and he'll, he'll 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 sit and he's patient, and he'll listen, and then he'll just go, "Well, chunk, what it is," and then he'll, he'll you know, and he won't force his opinion, but he'll just say, "Just think about that," and then it it gives me a little bit of something to mull over. Yeah, Do you know what I mean, and it's because it's from somebody that. That, that you trust so it's like you when you offer me advice you, i take it on board because people that you, you care about you tend to listen to do you?
1: yeah and I, well and that's why i think it's important who you surround yourself with and my biggest goal for you listening but also for you dan as i've said for this week is to just have some time to take care of yourself so yeah if you're like Dan and you put everyone else first and you try and kind of sort everyone else's problems out, it's actually, honestly, I know that it sounds like a cliche inflate your own life jacket first, but honestly, like you need more self care time because you care so much and everyone needs that bit of self care and that time out just to do what they need to do.
0: Yeah. But I think as well, obviously, with it being mental health awareness week. Just be a little bit more aware that because people may have a smile on their face doesn't mean that inside, you know, they're not smiling. You know, it's it's okay to be sad, it's okay to cry. Uh, so, so just bear it in mind. And if, you know, if, some, if somebody's a little little bit out of the ordinary, then, you know, just, just ask them, hey, you're all right? how things, you know, I need a chat, just just be there, just be around.
1: Definitely. Oh, yeah. So on that note, ride those waves. That's what yeah. I always say. I remember my therapist always said, when you're feeling that peak of emotion and you think it's going to get worse and you need to do your addictive behaviour or whatever, you've got to get to the peak and then it'll start to dwindle again. And it's yeah. true. So ride that wave. Find someone else to ride with as well. That's right. Not yeah. necessarily a partner, loving partner, but that's it. We a can all surf, or whatever. We can all surf. We in can all way. surf. Yep. And anyway, if you have got itchy feet like me, I feel like I need to go travelling. That's a sign of wanting to go travelling. So I think we need a holiday after. Yeah. After all this.
0: Let's that, go. We've that's been riding
1: be. a lot of waves.
0: <laughs> right, guys. Right. Take it easy.
1: Take care, and let us know any questions or any comments please do just let us know and we'd love to answer any little questions or whatever's going on in your life we'd love to hear about it see you soon guys
0: you're soon